This is Relic Radio Thrillers. Thanks for joining me this Friday. We'll hear Dana Andrews and I Was a Communist for the FBI this week. A series of 78 episodes produced between March of 1952 and September of 1953 and aired over all the major networks. Our story today is from June 8th, 1952. It's titled, Where the Red Men Roam. I Was a Communist for the FBI. <laughs> Dana Andrews in an exciting tale of danger and espionage. I was a communist for the FBI. From the actual records and authentic experiences of Matt Sivetic come many of the incidents in this unusual story. Here is our star, Dana Andrews, as Matt Savetic, who for nine fantastic years lived as a communist for the FBI. Your friends avoid you. Your enemies smirk and say they always knew Matt Savetic was a wrong number. Your mother accepts you as you are, with a reproach in her eyes, breaking your soul. Your dad gives you ten dollars to change your name so you won't disgrace the name of Savetic. Nine years of it, and you're talking to yourself like I'm doing now. Now, here is Dana Andrews as Matt Sabetic, undercover man. This story from the confidential file is marked Where the Red Men Roamed. It's a brilliant morning with 21 carat sunshine and the air diamond bright, but I'm seething. All morning I've been pushing doorbells, getting housewives to sign commie-inspired peace petitions. Yesterday I picketed an aircraft factory. The day before that I dated a secretary to a war department official. Object, sedition. And the day before that I solicited ads for the workers daily and the day before that I... Uh, never mind. All I know is that I'm suddenly sick of it all. Work, the party, discipline, the revolution. Until you drop in your tracks, Svetic. Until you wind up in the booby hatch, boob. Finally, I'm off duty and I go to a phone booth to check out with Comrade Selinsky, the former MVD agent. Now my cell chief and my chief beef in the local red setup. Yes? Comrade Savetic reporting and going off duty, Comrade Selinsky. Come down to headquarters at once. But I'm supposed to be off for once. I want to talk to you. Well, talk to me now. At headquarters, Comrade Semitic. Look, I've had one lousy, tough week, and I have a right At to... headquarters, Comrade. Well, I haven't eaten. I'll get down when I can. Now. When I've had some lunch. And not before. And maybe not even then. to talk to me, Comrade Selinsky? That was hours ago. Well, I hadn't had breakfast or lunch. I've been on the hoof all... Hours ago, Comrade Svetik. Well, I must have dropped off to sleep after lunch. You dropped off to sleep? I'm very sorry. Where did you drop off to sleep? Well, not on a park bench, that's for sure. Not at home, certainly. I called your home. 
Oh? You were not there. Well, as you know, comrade, I'm not very welcome at home. Mother and Dad feel I've disgraced the family turning communist. So I only go home to sleep at night. We searched all over for you. I, I took a room in a hotel. I was beat, I tell you. I'm tired. Perhaps I can arrange a holiday for you. What sort of holiday? You know Jacques Sandoz, the pianist, of course. I know his work. He's working for us now. I know that, too. His last concert was picketed by capitalist hirelings. I certainly think he was asking for it. So? How? Well, a man makes a fortune in America, and when the orchestra struck up the national anthem in Detroit, Sandoz had set his piano noodling at something. Whose national anthem? The Star Spangled Banner, of course. Of course. Look, Zelensky, we're operating in America. When in Rome, common self-interest dictates that we do as the Romans do. When in Rome, comrade, listen only to Caesar. Okay, I'm listening. Tomorrow night, Sandoz plays before a crowd of 3,000 at Hiawatha Dells. We expect violence. Why? Because we are planning violence. That figures. We will instigate a riot and blame reactionary anti-foreign elements in the crowd. By such devices, we win the foreign element in cities to our side. What's my part in all this? What about my holiday? As his last encore, Sandoz will play Chopin's revolutionary etude. This will be the signal for some of our comrades posing as reactionaries to start a riot. I see. You will see that members of your cell are dispersed in the audience, prepared for action. That's my big holiday? You need not stay to the end. Slip away when the fighting begins. Let the peasants do the dirty work. Candidly, you're too useful a man to risk in mob fighting. And you will enjoy the concert, I know. Now, how many tickets do you wish to buy for the concert? You mean I have to pay my way into this armed rhubarb? It all helps the party treasury. How many? How much? One dollar and eighty cents. One. Better make it two, Kamatsvedek. All I need is one. That will be three dollars and sixty cents, thank you. <laughs> Holiday. The day and the evening off, and all I have to do is lead the fighting blood in my cell into battle at Hiawatha Dells. I wonder if the folks at home might have spilled something to Selensky to make him honor me with this crummy assignment on my one day off in months. I find a pay station and dial home. Hello? Hello, Mom. Mom, I, I got a call from a man this afternoon. Did you answer the phone? No, Marty. But did he talk to him? How are you, son? I'm all right. I'm tired, but okay. Can I talk to Tip, please? You don't ask about Papa? Oh, he's dead. Oh, not so good. I tell him you ask. Oh, here. Here is Tip. Yeah? How are you, Tip? How's the Navy? Fine. How's yours? Oh. Uh, Tip, a guy phoned for me this afternoon. Yeah. He had a deep red voice. Sort of maroon. So? Did you tell him anything about me? I just told him you weren't here. Did he give you my message? No. No, he didn't give me a message. I told the comrade clear as day to have you call me when he located you. Well, he never said a word to me. Real chum, the comrade. 
Yeah. What did you want? It isn't my idea. Mom wanted it. She wants us to go on a picnic tomorrow and wanted you to come along. Me? It wasn't my idea, believe me. I'd sure like that, but I'll call you back this evening. And thanks, Tip. It was Mom's idea. <laughs> sure, but thanks anyhow, Navy. Uh, let me see. What's that new FBI number to call? Oh. Drag me away from adult FBI business to bench sit with you in the park and talk about picnics? I'm going back to the office. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, will you? Anyhow, I thought your family was cold on you. Well, that's just it. They think I'm a red and I've lost them. And then all at once, they ask me to go on a picnic with them. And, Chief, Chief, I've, I've got to. Yeah, but you've got to go to the Sandoz concert, too. Go to the Sandoz concert, pick it, get signatures, report to the FBI, get recruits for the party, scrape and barter Salinsky. Salinsky. Work myself ragged for him, and he can't give me a simple message. It might mean an awful lot to me. The picnic, you mean? The picnic, I mean. Look, I want to know. Can I go to that picnic with Mom and Tip? It sounds like, can I have a nickel for the movies years ago when I was a kid? I can't help it. Look, uh, could you persuade your folks to hold a picnic near Hiawatha Dells? Say, that may be something. Then you'd be close enough to slip away to the concert and do your job for the commies, too. Sure. Fixed? Yeah, they'll go for that. They'll buy that, I know. Because... Because Mom wants me along so much. Isn't that Hiawatha Dells. It's a beautiful place. Used to be an Onondaga Indian village. You'll like it. Uh, I write it down. I'll be at the house at noon, okay? Uh, yeah. I pack good things, Matt. No cares, no worries. Just us, the Svetics, huh? Uh, yeah, son. I buy you red balloon again. Uh, no, no, Mom. Anything but red. Oh, oh I forget something. What? Uh, Freeman 2311. What about it? A girl call you. She say call Freeman two three one one. A girl. Uh, Freeman two three one one. Okay. Yeah. I'll call her. I'll see you at noon tomorrow. Bye, mom. Goodbye, sir. Fremont 2311. Oh, Mr. Svetic? I was told to call this number. Oh, yes. That was me. Or I. Anyway, Tanya. I'm Tanya. Do I know it, Tanya? I was wondering if you could stop by tomorrow and pick me up. I'll be all ready. Pick you up? What for? To take me on a picnic with you. A picnic? Hey, listen. Who are you? I'm Tanya Joseph. You're taking me to the picnic tomorrow. I don't know why I should, and I don't think I will. Why should I? Hello? He's in the party. 
you ask questions, Mr. Stick. I'll pick you up a little before noon. 412 Forest Drive. See you then. See you then. I might have known it. Selinsky, a former MVD man, knowing all the infernal tricks of the Russian secret police. Watching me always now. Policing me with a girl named Tanya. They were all over. The watchers. Finding out. Knowing. Reporting. Punishing. There's no escape. No escape. Ever. The apartment where Tanya Joseph lives is one of the better apartments in one of the better neighborhoods. I wonder if Miss Tanya Joseph figures on comparable diggings comes the revolution. Then Miss T. Joseph opens the door and I receive a non-proletarian jolt. Miss Joseph is a looker. Oh, right on time. Do come in. Said the spider to the fly. Pardon? Nothing. Practicing my mumbling is all. Most spiders are harmless, even useful. Then you did hear. Aren't they? Some of them are black widows. But it takes all kinds, doesn't it? <laughs> I hate black, and I'm going to marry a man younger than I am, so I won't be a widow. Shall I wear a coat? It's going to be chilly, but a coat won't help any. Maybe you'll help break the ice with your family. Is that what you mean, the family? I'm part of the chill. You'll tell me more about your folks in the drive over, won't you? I'll tell you all about them right now. They don't like communists. Not even you? Especially not even me. Well, do I have to be a communist? Ask yourself that, not me. I mean to them. Can't I just be a girl you know? Hmm, that might keep things on a pleasanter basis at that. Okay, you're a girl I know. Not partial to black. Or red. Good, let's go. This is Miss Tanya Joseph. I am happy. And I'm very happy to know you, Matt's mother. Uh -huh. It's my younger brother, Tip. Oh, not so much younger. I live right and he doesn't. Hi, Tanya. Hi. Where's Dad? Oh, he's feeling pretty good, but he'd rather stay home today. Oh, can't I see him before we go? Oh, sure. He's nothing contagious. He likes pretty young girls like you. <laughs> hey, something's cooking. I make something for Papa. Pachinka. I smell Pachanka. Oh, you hear, boys? She knows from Pachanka. She's lived then. Oh, you come to dinner sometime. i make you Pachanka. <laughs> Look, Papa. Look what I bring you for dessert. Of Off to a fair start, anyhow. It'll work, Tip. We'll have fun. You'll see. Quite a gal there. Hmm. When did you meet up with that? Let's not be disrespectful, younger brother. She's got, what, two years on me? Two years is two years. Where'd you meet her? Why? Can't I ask? You can ask. Why so mysterious? Does she know you're a red? I never told her. Is she? If she's a red, she never told me. That's good enough for me. It'll have to be. Tip, don't get interested in this girl, please. You're not serious about her, are you? No. Then what's the beef? For one thing... Shoot. She's older than you are. 
That may be. <laughs> but I've lived. picnic. This was home and love and family. This was America and a sweet remembrance of things past. And I knew that I loved it and mom and Tip and dad as much as I hated being a communist. Even for the FBI. I had enough. I wanted out. The old bucket. The probably thought I was being a good sport about it, not to upset Tanya. He wasn't supposed to know I was a red. But I knew something and knew it surely. I didn't want to be a communist anymore for the FBI or anyone else. I wanted out. Twilight. I sat alone on the river bluff, thinking, planning escape. How? Matt. What? Oh. I've been searching for you. I've been here. Oh, it's a lovely evening. It's been a wonderful day. Mm, wonderful. But it's the life our philosophy sneers at. It's bourgeois and hokey. And you love it. I never realized how much I missed it. Only you mustn't think or talk that way. That's why they sent you, isn't it? To see that I didn't fall for the old hokum bucket peace and simplicity and sentiment to police me. Yes. I know the technique. I'm lucky. Other backsliders are invited to Moscow to get a refresher course on communism and they never come back. I'm lucky. I shouldn't say this. I'm sorry for you. I shouldn't say this to you. But I'm not going to the Hiawatha Bowl tonight. They might miss you at the concert. They might not, in that crowd. Unless somebody warns them I'll be playing hooky. Somebody. Tanya! Tanya! Oh, here, Tip. What was that? And Tip isn't red bait, I warn you. Hi, Matt. Uh, Tanya, would uh, you help Mom pack up the stuff or she'll never be ready in time for the concert? What concert? Oh, I forgot to tell you. Jacques Sandoz is playing at the bowl and Tip said he'd take me. All of you. You're all my guests tonight. Fine. Well, I'll help your mother with a picnic basket now. Tip, there might be trouble at that concert tonight. Well, Tanya wanted to hear Sandoz. They're getting too interested in that girl. Except she isn't a that girl. It's been a good day, Tip. A nice day for all of us. 
It may never be this way again. I don't want to spoil... Brace yourself, Tip. I've got news for you. Tanya Joseph is a communist. Like you said, Matt, it's been a great day. Like old times. We don't want to spoil it. No. When a commie wants to smear anybody, you call him a commie. Or her. Let's not spoil it, Tip. Then let's all finish the day right and finish it together, huh? I'll go to the concert with you, Tip. Okay. The girl wins. Getting late. Yeah. Later than you think. The big Hiawatha Dell Bowl was packed. And packed with dynamite. I kept watching Mom, enjoying every second of it, wondering, how much longer does she have on Earth? I'm in a long, hard fight, and she might go before she learns that her Matty was really on the right side all the time. How much longer? And then the last encore. I watch Tip and Tanya. Tip's face is puzzled. What's that he's playing now, Tom? Revolutionary etude. What's the idea? This Sando's bum is the guy who stayed set when the national anthem was being played once. Take it easy, Tip. Don't tell me he's playing that revolutionary etude just by accident. It's a classic, Tip. Plenty of other classics. Why just that? He's a jumping red and everybody knows it. All right. It isn't all right. I like my propaganda music above board. Like so. But now here. Sit down. Bolshevik toothbrush. tries to swing brass knuckles on him. The whole crowd surging and muttering like an angry tide. Fists flying, brickbats, clubs, blackjacks coming out of concealment. And the battle of the bowl is on. But not the way the commies wanted it. to come down to regular FBI headquarters, Matt. You understand that. How are you? Bruised. Head bloody but unbowed. Excuse me. Have Jerry come in, will you? Thanks. I have a confession to make to you, Matt. Anything you say will definitely be used against you. And I'll deserve it, too. But, Matt, I knew you had to go on that picnic, but I also knew the deep emotional and sentimental effect a fine day with your family might have on you. I couldn't risk your blurting out the truth to your folks. You were working for the FBI. So, I sent somebody to guard against that. Matt, this is Geraldine. Hello, Matt. Tanya. Or Geraldine, or Norm, or K-124, or just somebody. One of our best FBI girls, Matt, and definitely our best looking. I had to do it, Matt. Line of duty. I thought Zelensky wished you on me. We wanted and expected you to think that. Okay, Matt. Okay, great. Only, we mustn't see each other again. Great. Good work, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. 
Yeah. You won't crack now, will you? Not for a while, anyway. Maybe when it's all over, Matt. So long. Somebody. That's how it is. It's always goodbye. Goodbye to peace and picnics, family and sentiment. Goodbye to Katie did squaring in the summer haze and whippoorwills in the dusk. Goodbye to sentiment, the old oaken bucket. Maybe when it's all over, Matt. Yeah, maybe. But I chose it this way. I'm a communist for the FBI. I walk alone. This is Dana Andrews with a word about the stories you hear on these programs. Many of them, like the one you've just heard, are founded in fact, but with essential details disguised or modified to protect innocent persons. Next week, another exciting story based on incidents in the nine long years that Matt Svedek spent as an undercover man for the FBI. Be with us then, won't you?